It's one of those like G string ones that have like like a little a, the tiniest little triangle to yeah, the cute. That's all that told me. You know when you buy shit on Amazon and they send you the lingerie and the underwear is literally like a napkin sewn together with yes. str- like thread. Yes. They said shove this in your ass. My um my corsets that I got off of Amazon came with this underwear and I'm like what is this? How do you even call it underwear? It just covers the front. Yeah. And then it's just string. string. Yeah. Like I'm supposed to have a string up my cooter. Like how all is day. And even if that was part of the lingerie, like, it's not supposed to cover anything, how is that sexy? Just wear nothing. Nothing is sexier than a weird string. Well, let me just take this off then. Yeah, please do. Ghouls and gals. <laughs> ghouls and gals. I think you're cool. <laughs> you're cool. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm scared. Uh, are, you, are you scared right now? I'm scared, I'm scared right I'm now. I'm so scared right now. I'm kind of turned on. <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm creaming my pants. Well, welcome <laughs> to um, our Halloween themed month. I'm so excited about this month. Um, if you can't see the decorations, it's probably because you didn't pay for a Patreon and you're a loser. You're a fucking loser, it's dog. Look, it looks pretty good. I tried my best. I hate fake spiderwebs. I think like, you did a fan-fucking-tastic job, though. Thank you. I, I think hate, they look cute. I know, but I hate, like, pulling in them and Oh, I thought them you up. meant, like, you hated the way they look. No, I hate just touching them, them and pulling them and... Don't touch oh. it. Oh, okay. I'm like, <laughs> it feels. Don't touch Don't. it. It took me a long time. I'm going to destroy it. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> so. I think this calls for the title, right? Roll the clip. This is I think they're turned on right now. <laughs> Thank you. Spooky edition. Ba, ba, ba. It's well, October. So it. <laughs> I want to do that like, um, like a TikTok where it goes like, a white woman's Instagram, and then I like, love that Bo Burnham. <laughs> but it'll be, but it'll be like, a your Instagram. <laughs> it goes like, <laughs> and then we'll just have all the little things. Amazing. I got it in the brain. Okay, it'll come out. And now it's here, so it's in the. It's universe. It's in yeah, the. It's yeah, it's happen. been out. It's yeah. flowing. Um, today. We are doing our first spooky book of the season, and now, I think we done fucked up with this one, folks. I remember when you were like, can we please read this for October? I said, are you sure? Oh, I wanted like, to I've read it. Like, I've heard really, it's just really fucked up. And yeah. Like, I can't wait. I want to read it. Oh, man. I was nauseous. I don't regret t- it. No, no, me neither. Oh, but okay. I'm just, I, I liked it. Um, But like. Oh my god! I yeah, was no, nauseous was while I was reading it. Like I was just like, I hate, I hate every moment of this experience. Um, so I'm gonna explain the premise of the book in a minute. But I will say the one night that I was reading, so I was reading it. I was so tired this day. I worked all fucking day. I was ready for bed. I was in bed at like nine, reading my book. At this point, it's like ten thirty. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna turn the candle off. It's time to go to bed. I lay down and go to bed. I wake up, <gasps> we're like mid panic attack. So I know I just had some fucked, fucked up nightmare. Up I look at the clock. It's eleven. 
<gasps> I slept for 30 minutes and I could not go back to sleep until one in the morning. And I had work oh at 8 a.m. the next day. That's happened to me before with like really fucked up crazy dreams. And then that feel like it lasts like and like a lifetime. Oh, yeah. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, my God, I made it back to this reality. <laughs> and it's been like an hour. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, wait a second. 30 fucking minutes, dog. Wow. Yeah, I was barely asleep. spooky. Dude, I was at a fucked up part in the book. Okay. the Okay. I'll tell you where I was after I read. <laughs> By the way, we read... Tender, Tender is, is the, the flesh. flesh by Augustina Basterica. Basterica? Sure. Sure. I know two R's together make the R, but oh. uh, fuck if I know how to actually say it. Sarah Moses was the translator. So this book is originally a Spanish book. Yes. Um, it is 211 pages and it was published um, two years ago. All right. So the book description. <clears throat> I'm just thinking. What kind of a cough? <laughs> is that how you really cough? Oh, yeah, I'm just so. <laughs> I'm just um, so small and pretty. Oh I have such a bad cough. <laughs> what the fuck were you going to say? Um, my one thing I was going to say just quickly yeah. is it's really interesting because this book was actually written or published like mid pandemic. Yeah. That's fucked. Because it is, it's giving. It's giving. Oh, yeah. It's giving post-apocalyptic fuckery. It's it's a lot of dystopian society. It is. It's a full-on... They would... I think it's considered a... Like, not sci-fi, but like contemporary dystopian horror novel. Yeah. Wow. She's a reader. I got um, titles. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Read your synopsis. Working at the local processing plant, Marcos is in the business of slaughtering humans, though no one calls them that anymore. His wife has left him. His father is sinking into dementia. 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 Thank you. And Marcos tries not to think too hard about how he makes a living. I don't know why I'm reading like a fucking robot here. (laughs) After all, it happened so quickly. First, it was the reported... It's okay. You, we, <clears throat> this is, if you don't fuck up on a, you know what, <laughs> on the back of a book, then it's who not does? a literature episode. If I, if I'm not doing it, yeah. who will? Yeah. Okay. I'm restarting. <laughs> Working at the local processing plant, Marco, <laughs> <laughs> cut this out. <laughs> okay. It's I'm giving you over. one last chance for okay. Bobby in the mouth. <laughs> With my dick. Okay. Yes. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All of a sudden, my mouth is dry. <clears throat> this is the first time I'm trying to read this. Working at the local processing plant, Marcos is in the business of slaughtering ha- humans. I was going to say animals. <laughs> Though no one calls them that anymore, his wife has left him, his father is sinking into dementia, and Marcus... Marcos? Oh. I said Marcus, but it doesn't matter. I think it's Marcos. Tries not to think too hard about how he makes a living. After all, it happened so quickly. First, it was reported that an infectious virus has made all animal meat poisonous to humans. Then, governments in it initiated the transition. Now, eating human meat, special meat, is legal. Marcos tries to stick to numbers. Consignments, processing. Then one day, he's given a gift. A live specimen of the finest quality. Though he's aware that any form of personal contact is forbidden on 
pain of death, little by little, he starts to treat her like a human being. And soon he becomes tortured by what has been lost and what might still be saved. So I didn't read the full synopsis before Me neither. reading the book. Me neither. I actually ended up reading it like after probably someone part two started. Yeah. So I was like, hold on a fucking second. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the first part of the book, we're just diving into the universe of how they eat meat, why they eat meat, how it's kind of considered a government conspiracy by very small groups, um, what you can be slaughtered for and why. Like, it's just a lot of talking about the processing plant and slaughtering and, like, that Marcus's wife has left him. And then we kind of pop into part two and all of a sudden... He's fucking a bitch. He's fucking a... Uh, sorry, he's fucking a female. I can't remember what F... BG FGP first grade per first uh F first generation pure FGP Anyways, I'm feeling nauseous just thinking about this fucking book. I think now personally <clears throat> It's about cannibalism. It's about cannibalism. Um and it's like we said dystopian reality, dystopian society. So in this version of the world the government has convinced people that animal meat has become infectious and poisonous and they have to kill all animals on the face of the planet, except for some reason birds. They don't kill birds. Question mark? Because birds are actually robots by made by the government. The birds work well, for the bourgeoisie. I think, I think with the... <laughs> birds work for the bourgeoisie. Okay. Um, I think they tried to kill all the animals... But you, like, but you can't kill all of them, and then that's why they use the umbrellas for the bird poop, because they couldn't kill all the birds. Yeah, and so in the city, they use umbrellas, because they think if they get pooped on by a bird, they're going to get the disease that the government has convinced okay, everyone Okay, now, what exists. do you think? Now, this is a hard question. What do you think was the most fucked up vibe? Like, no, oh, like, God. part of the book. Like, like the the slaughterhouse the uh craig's place or do you think like the laboratory for the me, laboratory no see for me laboratory i can get behind that kind of shit but like for me it was like the hunting people oh my okay God, there's bro. a movie about that where really rich people pay to like hunt kind of poor people that's also in the third Purge movie. That's what they do. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. So I think I've seen that so many times that when I was reading that, that like, makes I the most like... sense to me. But the thing is, is I personally, I don't fuck with, now I'm a hypocrite personally. Because here I'm a I hippo, am being I'm like, a bit of a hippopotamus this myself. Was, <laughs> no, this was me the whole time. I'm like, this is disgusting. Oh my God. Nobody acts like this with like regular meat. And I'm like, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yes, they, like, what? Yeah. It was very shocking for, like, a mediator myself. And, like, I'm just a mediator out of convenience. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I go vegetarian, I just stop eating, you know? Yeah. But, like, and I have been vegetarian. I've been vegan. I've done all the things. Like, and when I was first vegetarian, it was because I, I was a child and I got a hold of a PETA magazine. <laughs> Not a yeah. good luck, Game right? changer. <laughs> Scared me shitless. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, the pigs. Very sad. Very sad. Now, so, like, I've done the whole thing. I'm very much a meat eater out of convenience. And I feel like reading this book, I was like, I don't see myself in any of these people. But then I was like, oh, my God. But I also don't, like, I'll buy my meat at, like, the grocery store and not feel bad about it. 
But then if I had to watch, like, the animal be slaughtered, I'd be like, I'm not eating that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's kind of how I am. Yeah. So, it was very, it's, it was a very confronting so, novel, yeah. I must say. I will, like, I'm a vegetarian, for those of you that don't know. Um, I've been vegetarian for, like, nine years. So, a lot of the themes in this book, I feel like I wasn't as grossed out, I put in quotations. Because you can't see yourself really being in there, right? Well, yeah, like I didn't see myself, but I did see like the meat industry in this book. Like, yeah. oh, huge! And like at first, I was like, "Oh, this is this doesn't really bother me because like I've I've watched the documentaries, you know, like I've seen this shit. I know how disgusting it is. I already feel this way." But then, like when I would, this book made it easy to kind of not fully visualize. Like I was able to just kind of read it and not picture it. Oh, lucky. But when I was like picturing things, because when I would picture like the humans being cut up, I would just kind of cartoonize it in my head. You know uh, what I that mean? That honestly was probably the least disturbing part that I read. Not that it wasn't disturbing, but just the like mechanical way of doing it, like like in a processing plant and how like normal it is and each person has a job kind of thing like mm -hmm. that, I could deal with you know what it was for me that really fucking grossed me out what was when they were i can't remember where exactly the they party? were no, no no not the party but that was fucked up too no um when they're like having like like a bunch of the workers were having a barbecue and the guy like cuts up the meat and like puts it on a sandwich and like the juice is like dripping down from his face and like all this yeah. shit i was like Ugh. yeah and, like that grossed I, me out too been to like a pig roast before and not the kind where the bitch gets fucked from each end. I've been to the ones where a real no, pig was put on the spit. Oh yeah, that was one of the first times I was like, oh, I'm not eating that. I never ate it and that's Me, where I first I didn't started eat it either becoming vegetarian. Because I was like, oof, that's they a little They put the too fucking apple in its mouth and everything. Yeah, I'm like, this is too visual. I'm like, surprised I'm they didn't do something like that in this book, honestly. Well, that was kind of on the barbecue because they were on a spit roasting. Oh. And I think it was a, um, I think it was, it was a like child. A, it was a child. Yeah. So like, just like, I don't know, just that image and I'm just being like, oh. One of the things that really kept getting to me, especially because like we talk about pregnancy a lot, was the how much bitches. they talked about wanting to kill pregnant women, how they wanted to eat the fetus because it was like the most tender meat and it's not a lot. Oh my God, so gross. So gross. And how they wanted to like hunt pregnant women. Like part of the whole hunting yeah. thing was like wanting to hunt pregnant women. Yeah. Um, so like... I did start to get really disturbed. Whereas, like, the processing plant stuff wasn't bothering me. Me either. Once they started talking about day-to-day -day life, and, like, what that's what started grossing into. me out. Like, yes. that's where I was like, ugh. Because yeah. I, I don't fuck with, like, hunters really that much. I'm very much a catch-and-release kind of bitch. Like, yeah. when I go fishing, like, I catch the fish, and I give it a kiss, and then I put it back Do to Do I hear the weirdest fucking sidetrack but on-topic story ever? Sure. Some <laughs> old man came into my grooming salon, like, out of the blue, holding a pizza. We have, like, a pizza place near us. Holding a pizza. And he comes in, and, like, he's just old. He looks lonely and bored. So I was like, I'll talk to you, whatever. Grooming my dog. He's talking. And then he's like, yeah, I was down by the river, and just three deer, like, came by the river. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. And he's like, yeah, really wishing that moment that I just had my shotgun on me. Yeah. Why the fuck would you say that? Like, could you imagine seeing a wild animal and being like, I wish I could kill that. <laughs> like, like, that's so fucked up. Not only that, I clearly work with animals. <laughs> Why would you come into my animal salon? Just, honestly, a vibe. I would do that too if I was old and had nothing better to do. I'm like, I'm just going to go and traumatize young women. <laughs> 
I went at their place of work. I went. That's probably can't. not a very smart idea. <laughs> well, it's so funny because like my, my dad. <laughs> this is also random and off topic, but like on topic, he gets a lot of, around this time of the year. Like hundreds of geese show up and just park outside his house. It's really bizarre. Like they do it every year. <laughs> And in Canada, you can't shoot a goose no. if they're not in season. Like, there's a very, it's very strict. Even if you, like, shoot them with a BB gun. My dad, like, threw a rock at them. First of all, they didn't give a fuck. They looked at no, the rock. No, geese don't give a shit. They literally, the rock almost hit a goose. It didn't even flinch. And it turned and went honk. <laughs> like, <laughs> it does not care. Okay? He's like, I'm Canadian scared geese. of you, bitch. I'll shit on your lawn. And some. Like, did not care. But, like, <laughs> I was like, honk. no, don't at the goose he's just trying to live he's going on vacation soon don't fuck him up like i was like so upset about my dad throwing a rock at a goose but like yeah i'm very and even like people that i know who like are really into hunting unfollow them all i can't i, I don't want to see you holding a fucking dead turkey bro no. i want it no. already cooked and on my plate i don't want to see it half alive well i had to unfollow my cousin because i do believe in his like lifestyle his lifestyle is like like eating by the land like if he hunts it he can eat it he's yeah. not gonna go to a fucking grocery store and buy something off the shelves if he wants meat he has to fucking hunt it and yeah. eat it but he's also not just hunting for sport or yeah, hunting for i'm talking fun. about sport hunters yeah because so, i get that too Even but like, he like poses with it and i had to unfollow him because while i like you know like live that lifestyle yeah, you, that's yeah. awesome but i can't see someone like posing with like fucking dead geese on my facebook page me neither it's a it's a goose i just i can't yeah um but with him just walking into the salon and being like wish i had my gun to shoot him whatever totally made me think of this book yes because everyone is just so casually nonchalant yeah super cash how are we doing there dave we're doing well yeah okay you doing okay? Why is anyone? Why is no one ever chalant? They're always nonchalant. No one, you, <laughs> no one ever says you came in very chalant. You know what? You're right. I'll start saying that. Yeah. Yeah. This book was very chalant. This book was chalantin all over the place. I was chalanted. <laughs> this tea <laughs> tastes like very nonchalant. <laughs> this coffee chalant. Damn. Yeah. It's coming anyway. in guns a blazing. <laughs> Anyway, so, so tell yeah. me what you liked about this book and what you didn't like about this book. And be honest. Because <laughs> we lie a lot on this podcast. As <laughs> always. I'm joking. Sorry. Continue. As always, I really like dystopian and utopian societies where that make you question the government. Uh, I love a good... But is the government really telling the truth? And I like the, that little sprinkle in there where people are yeah. like, nah. Or him being like, why the fuck would I carry an umbrella? The bird's not going to shit on me. And He's I'm like, you really fucking believe bird shit's uh, going to kill you? And then what I found really interesting, sorry, I'm, I'm going off of your topic. When Cut they're in the laboratory, right? <laughs> and they have um, the random animals locked up in cages in the yep. laboratory, right? I was like, that is such a like up confronting image of like modern medicine now because there's so many things that people could be developing yep. that regular schmegular people deal with yeah but it's not what's it gonna make the money much money right yep. like i mean like i'm you know i'm not a conspiracy theorist i am but like not that much i have a book of conspiracies i know house. i bought it with you you bought the same one no because oh. there was only one copy yeah, but you pissed. bought it I got sea shanties instead. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> Anyways, um, but they, um, 
like like cancer yeah that shit's been around forever yeah you're telling me there's not a better way than poisoning somebody half to death yeah to kill it yeah be fucking for real (laughs) be fucking for real (laughs) but then like but then we can now i'm very grateful and i am vaccinated person very happy with it everything's amazing yeah love that yeah but you're telling me you can create a vaccine to cure covid which that also is debatable but like to help with covid well it doesn't cure it no i know i know to help with covid i'm trying to use the right lingo here. okay okay in like eight months and you're telling me every grandma's dying of cancer well here's the other thing that makes no sense and then people are like the funding how many cancer society shits do people donate to and companies and here's the other thing for covid they had like 12 of the like 12 countries with our top researchers all dilly daddling on fucking zoom calls all day together being like this is what i found this is what i found yeah. like crisscrossing all the like yeah. shit but yeah they can't cure cancer why i don't know doesn't make no sense to me and the whole point of this book which it coming out during covid is insane because the whole reason like the whole conspiracy behind this book was that it was all about crowd control like controlling the population because what they also started doing because of the virus i put in air quotations was that if you wanted to have a kid you had to get paperwork from the government approved that you could have a kid yeah which is what they were talking about which brings me a little bit to the end of the book Bro, what the fuck? Made no okay, sense. Okay, 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 okay. what did you like about so, the book? Oh, what did I like about the book? Yeah. I liked how confronting it was. I liked mm-hmm. that. I I mean... It makes you think for it sure. It makes me think I couldn't put this book down. Yeah. Like, I kept thinking about it when I wasn't reading it. I yeah. was either reading it or thinking, thinking about, about it. Thinking about it, yeah. So, like... And I was like, I had no clue where it was going. Mm-hmm. The complaints that I have heard about this book, because there are a lot of people who kind of, you know... I mean, there's the really fucked up people who just want, like, cannibalism on a platter. They want something super grotesque and fucked up. Yeah. And this one made their little tiny pea brains think too hard. So, like, they didn't like it, which I get that. A lot of people also said they didn't like it was how it was narrated. Like, it was I was going to say, the one thing I don't, I forgot to say what I didn't like. What I don't like about the book was the way it was narrated. It could be very confusing. It wasn't until the second chapter yeah. that I even understood who was speaking. Yeah, I and I don't know if that's, like, maybe a translation problem because yeah. I, too, like, when there's two people talking, I'm like, okay, hold on. Who's speaking right now? Yeah, because one thing in Spanish is it's very, because this was a Spanish book originally, mm-hmm. Spanish is very precise when they're talking about, like, he, yeah. um, her, them, they, like, they have a male and a female pronunciation for everything yeah so when they were having a conversation and it was like three males translated to english it was very confusing yeah but i wonder if in spanish it was more... that's what i'm thinking like i kind of gave it a little bit of leeway because i knew that it was like originally in spanish so i was kind of like eh, it's probably the translation just it gets a little muddy and confusing a little bit um so I didn't have a problem with that. That's what most people, like a lot of people are saying. And a lot of people are saying that it was, it ran on a little bit, mm. which like, I understand some sentences. People, a lot of people didn't understand the whole zoo fashion fascination, which I get, but also like, I thought it just added to him as a character. Me too. And, like things that were important to I him. I also thought it made sense because his dad was so important, but also like, he grew up the the whole sentiment is that he grew up with these animals and now like something that he grew up with and was so fond of is yeah. just so desolate and dead and like on. no one can remember I loved it. how he dumped out the ashes and then filled it with sand. That was <laughs> I was so like you funny. go Marcus. Yeah. What didn't you like? 
Um, well, I didn't like how gross I felt while reading it. Um, and there was really no likable characters. And then as soon as I started to kind of like him, he fucked it up up. for me. But then like, even like the butcher, I didn't really care for the female butcher. I didn't even understand the scene where he came in and started fucking her. Like why? I don't know. I feel so, like, like there's a few things that were thrown in there where I was like, that seemed a little unnecessary, but okay. there, there's something in this book. I feel like I'm missing. Like, I feel like there's a major piece of this book that either I'm not picking up on, or I didn't get catch the symbolism or whatever, but there's a certain point of the book where he starts to kind of lose it. He yeah. fucks that girl. And yeah. then everyone starts saying to him, like, you look really tired. Like everyone starts asking him what's like, wrong. it almost seems like he starts going into a kind of psychosis. Yes. And then like, but because you're in his perspective, but it's also written third person. That was yeah. also a little confusing. Yeah. It was written third person, but you're in his perspective. Yeah. So maybe it would have made more sense if it was in his perspective. Mm-hmm. Cause I felt like I was losing it while I was reading the book. Like yeah. I was like, what is happening right now? Like, yeah. whoa. You know That's why mean? like until the second chapter, I was like, who the fuck is talking? It actually wasn't until they were doing the tour of the plant halfway through that conversation. I was like, holy fuck. That's the main character. Yeah. I had no idea what the fuck was going on until then. Yeah. It was a little, it was a little confusing. So, um, but also I don't know if that's just translation yeah. issues. So yeah. I did really actually like, I feel like the first half of the book and the second half of the book are almost two totally different books, which I thought they did very well. Which I liked the second half more because he had more of a fuck it, I don't care attitude. But this is where I feel like he starts losing it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Should we talk about the ending? Um, yeah. Okay. So it ends, right? With, it's so rude. I got a be real notification. Also, sorry, I'm just worried because Gus messaged me and I left him at Isabel's house and I'm supposed to be picking him up. Oh, stupid. He's so annoying. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) So the ending. Oh, yeah. So basically what happens in the ending, which spoiler alert, if you want to read this book. um, So I was he, he, he connects with Jasmine. Yes. He fucks the bitch, which like, ah, fair enough. And I was confused at first because he said, I'm going to do something that's like illegal. And then it starts off in chapter two with him just chilling with her. So I was like, oh, it's wholesome. I thought he fucked her. And then he goes, she's eight months pregnant. Bro, it ended with him being like, I took off my clothes and held her in the rain. Yeah. And then he said, and I, no, no, no. no. And then he said, and I, I did something forbidden. But I was like, oh my God, he fucked her. But then it starts the next one and he's kind of treating her like a cat or like an animal in the house. So I thought, oh, it's wholesome. Like the forbiddenness is that he's treating her like an animal. And then he went, she's eight months pregnant. And I went, he did fuck her. But you can it was like get a, jump scare. a house human. That's what they're saying. So they oh, you can get a yeah, house human? Yeah, they domesticate them. I didn't catch up on that part. Yeah, there's just a lot. That's why the people would come to your house and make sure that you weren't like fucking them. Oh, so like, you know how the guy came to his house yeah, to be yeah, like, yeah. hey, and he was like, ah, fuck. And then he was telling about how he used to do that. And there was some bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Coffin. Yeah, no, I remember all that. And she was like, my husband's fucking this guy. Girl. Right? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> gender neutral. You made him gay. <laughs> no, guy is a gender neutral term. Anyways. um, No, I remember all that, but I don't remember her. them. I don't remember them talking about being able to domesticate. Yeah, so you the- can domesticate them, but it's a lot of paperwork. And then also, like, they check up on them and make sure that, like, they have, like, 
okay, like, like they're being taken care of, but like not too much, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, um, yeah, you like domesticate them like they're pets. Well, so here's weird. the thing, like him having her in the barn, I was like, oh, so they could have barn animals, but he had it in his house and was like feeding out of a silver platter and giving it a bed. No, the issue that all seems illegal to me. No, well, I think treating her as a human is, but then like just having her in the house was not. That's why he was like, oh, you know. He he told the guy that it was oh, in, the was in the barn yeah. and it was late and he didn't want to go all the way to the barn and like he woke him up in the middle of the night. I don't know, but I do remember like saying that they can investigate remember. them. It was just paperwork. Anyway, because you Anyways, could keep them the in your house. Pregnant. He got the bitch pregnant. Oh, yeah. He fucked her. And then I was like, yay. Oh, my God. He's having a change of heart. He's going to dip the fuck out of there and leave all this craziness behind. I was waiting for, like, the, the part where he's like, fuck the government. And, like, yeah. something changes. And I yeah. was like, how are they going to wrap this up? I, uh, how are they going to go against the government? And he just fucking called his wife. So, oh. yeah, Jasmine goes into labor, which is the female yeah. head's uh, yeah. name that he names her and fucks. And then, yeah, and the part two picks up with her being eight months pregnant. All of a sudden, he's in a fucking mindset, quits his job, like all this shit. And then, yeah, um, the baby is starting to be born, but the liquid, the ambionic fluid is like green. Yeah. And he knows that it means... was breached. It was coming out backwards. Yeah. So like, then he calls, calls the wife. Who is a nurse? Who didn't fucking show up at all. I was like, which now? Anyways, it basically wraps up as they take the baby, right? And then Jasmine's reaching for the baby. I was like, oh, this broke my, my heart. heart. She's reaching for the baby. She wants the baby. She can't say nothing because her vocal cords are ripped out. This hurt my heart so Me much. Me too. And then he just fucking bops her over the head, kills her, and drags her off to the barn. And then his wife's like, what are you doing? She could have given us more children. And then he was like, no, she's just, a, it's just an animal with a, with a face to it, or a human face. It was yeah, a, it's, an, it's animal. an animal with a human face. And that's how it ends. Yeah. Shocked and appalled. I was like, we were rooting for you. We, we were, were all rooting for you. you. This part confused me the most and okay. where I feel like I've lost something. Okay. So this is what I think, this is my interpretation. Okay. Is I think what the author was trying to portray was that. People live a certain, like, live to their convenience. So that's how people are with, like, the meat industry and all these things. Because people will be like, wow, the treatment of animals is absolutely horrible. And then go and buy chicken at the store. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was very much like he, his whole sole purpose and why he was depressed and why what he wanted was his child back. And then when he realized that Jasmine could give him that chance... He basically used her for his convenience. And then because Jasmine went into labor and the wife came back to help and she was so happy once the baby was born and holding the baby being like, oh but my I God, think this that was is our baby. He just bopped her in the head and was like, perfect. Now I have my life back. So it was almost like those types of people who are very like, you know, big on change and animal rights and all this stuff. But then when push comes to shove, like, they're just going to, you know, it's late, they're hungry, they go to McDonald's and get a burger. Because mm-hmm. it's convenient. Mm-hmm. And that's just whatever. That's how I interpreted it. As, like, the human condition is, like, yeah, we're all really good people and we really fucking care. 
when push comes to shove, we just absolutely don't give a fuck anymore about any of our morals or whatever. Yeah. That's how I interpreted it. I think that's a good interpretation. Thank you. Um, because I thought about it for a long time. And I'm with you explaining that, I'm also remembering like kind of mid to, to like, like kind of in the beginning of part two, he already has Jasmine pregnant, whatever, and he's watching her on the baby monitors and stuff. Um, but I also realized that in this part of the book is the first time he eats meat and God knows how long special meat. Mm -hmm. And he remarks, God, I forgot how much I missed the taste of meat. Yeah. And this is kind of like, I wonder if that was also a hint of this weird changed mindset where he was like, wait a minute, this is a fucking animal that I'm keeping in my house with a baby. Yeah. I can't raise a fucking child with this animal. Yeah. I'm wondering if that was like also a change. I think that what because I noticed that too when he said that I was like, oh my god, because really this whole, the whole time the whole time he's like, I hate all this. this like I'm disgusting. depressed. I, this is gross. Like he won't eat. And the he meat. tells his sister that he's not eating meat because he has like high cholesterol and his doctor said not to. But he's just so disgusted by everything that he does and everything that's he's going on. He's disgusted by him. the industry. Yeah, he's disgusted by the industry that he's trying to make an active change and then. When it's convenient for him and he gets what he wants, he actually doesn't care. Like, it's all kind of a facade. He did quit his job, though, but I do think it's just because he hated his job. Like, But he didn't necessarily quit. He said, if, you, uh, if I have to go again, like, I'm training somebody, and if you make me go again, I'm quitting. Mm-hmm. So he didn't, like, quit, quit, but he was like, I'm not doing the shit that I don't want to do no more. Right? Yeah. So I think it, but was, the only it thing- was sort of like he was like, I'm done with it, but... Yeah, I don't know. The only thing that I feel like wasn't wrapped up was the whole, like, how is he still going to get around, maybe because Cecilia's a nurse, but how is he going to get around the paperwork that they would have had to file for a cement? Because he would have had I to come about in a this cup. too, but I was like, you know what? If I were him, <laughs> um, I would just say that's why we were um, separated, because she wasn't well for her pregnancy, and she just stayed with her mom the whole time. But, like... Just be like she stayed away. But no would you pretend her. that the last time like what if the last time you went in for like you're coming in a cup like their son died and then she dipped so within that nine months i'm assuming they didn't go to the doctor and do another artificial insemination because that's what he was talking about doing the whole time they couldn't get pregnant on their own they went into debt because of all the artificial insemination so how the fuck did she get pregnant if they didn't go to the doctors to get because you have to file paperwork to get approval to have kids in this world yeah i don't know you have to like get approval but I to. Don't, i don't know do that. if that's just for getting the heads pregnant no because a normal human can't get a head pregnant anyway it has to be another head only heads no I know, I know heads. i know i know i know that but he was know. talking about it at some point question. yeah i don't know maybe i misunderstood what i read but i because was because i know sure. like they couldn't get pregnant and that's why they went through mm-hmm. all the ivf and, and insemination I, and stuff the one chapter that i loved i guess it wasn't a, maybe it was a whole chapter but i thought it was done very poetically was the chapter explaining his life with his wife yeah done so well i thought so too i felt like i understood everything about them and their relationship in literally a page yeah yeah it was so good i mean i think what i would have loved a little bit more expansion on was like 
did his dad go cuckoo? Like, did he actually dementia. did he actually have dementia, or did he just go insane? Because he kind of hints oh. that like once the transition happened, he kind of started to lose it. Well, he did talk about his dad picking up his dead wife and dancing with her. So I'm gonna assume he went absolutely kooky bananas, and that's why the sister doesn't <laughs> talk to him. Yeah, I don't think it's just like oh, dad's unwell. He lost his fucking marbles. Well, and then the other thing with like being a meat eater out of convenience was. It also showed, so we're getting very into this book. Wow. Ooh. We're scholars. But like um, when it explained the different types of people who eat meat. So it was yeah. kind of like like his sister was to like show off. That's what oh, she yeah. wanted to do. That's why she got the um, head in her fucking freezer. That was so fucking oh, gross. gross. right? Yeah. But like she's doing that to get approval of other people. Yeah. She likes to show off. And you know how there are those people like, oh, let me go take you out. I'll get you the best rock of lamb. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know those kind of people? Who like know everything about cuts of meat yes, and like, like that's fancy restaurants. I'm like, I'm like, that's who that reminds me of. And then, and also the evil twins were hilarious. I, I loved, loved them. them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, vibe. Like, oh yeah. I hope my kids are like that. Like that's hilarious. But then like, um, and then he's the one that like is against it until it inconveniences him. And then like, just, you know, the whole, and then the hunters and then like the skin guy. Oh, it was awful. This book, I rated it. You want to know? Oh, hold on. Wait, did his dad die before he ate meat again? Yes. No. Yes. No. I don't know. It was at the hunting time when he ate the meat because he had to I know. finger. <laughs> and what I'm trying to figure out, because I wonder if that was also like where it started, because that's when he starts building the lump in his throat, right? That feels yeah, like when sand. his dad died. Yeah, so it must. So I'm wondering if it's like died. his dad died, and now with his dad kind of went his morals and stuff. Yeah, I feel like he was maybe holding on to that because of his dad, and his because his dad cared so much about animals originally. Well, his dad owned a pig or cow slaughter. Yeah, but like he was very into like he. He was very passionate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like he was very, he cared. And he went crazy because the the cannibalism it. became legal. That's what yeah. made him go crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think is yeah, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah. The I think I think this book is amazing. May I read some? I only have three. Yeah. Reviews. Yeah. Okay. I want to know what people have to say. This one was a. Um, Sorry, I also cut you off with your rating. Oh, I rated it um, a four out of five. Because I really enjoyed it, but I would not recommend it to people. <laughs> like, I would, but, like, tentatively. I recommend I would be it. like, this is the best book I've read. It's not even making my top five, personally. Because, like, I I enjoyed it, but I hated it at the same time. It's a very complex emotion. I feel like this, this is a but book. But it was good. This is, like, um one of those books, though, that you wouldn't recommend to your friend who only reads, like, high fantasy or smut or something. No, no, this no. is a book like, you would I'm recommend telling, to someone yeah. who likes literature. Or, like, who likes to, like, study literature and stuff, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, totally. Okay. But, yeah. I, I liked it, but I also fucking hated it. I think four out of five this. is good. How about the smut? Would you rate the smut? <laughs> the smut? <laughs> Give it, like, a one and a half. Because <laughs> it was there, but I am also was very spooked the whole time. Yeah. I was the like, smut was, I'm so uncomfortable. The smut was literally the one scene where he grabs the girl's hair and she's covered in blood. And he, like, puts her face down and, like, tells her to lick the blood off his dick. I was like, oh. I was like, this is a smut, but this is <laughs> yeah. a I was like, I was like oh, how did we smut. accidentally get into smut? Work. And then like, 
I don't know. That whole girl was very weird and confusing to me. Yeah, I didn't understand. Me anyway. neither. Anyways, okay. <clears throat> okay, okay. Okay. I screenshotted this one, so I'm just going to read the whole thing. Actually, no, I'm going to read the funny one first. This one was a three-star review. <laughs> and it made me, um, <laughs> this made me giggle. Okay. Well, I am just quietly sitting in my room, smelling the steak my mother is cooking in the kitchen, side-eyeing the leather winter boots I have shoved in the corner of my closet, thinking of a time I used to work in a fur shop, and recognizing the cunt that I am. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. That's really funny. And then it said, when I say the silence in my room has never been louder, that's bold. <laughs> I recommend going into this blind. However, there are no spoilers in this review. And then blah, blah, blah. Gave a whole synopsis of the book. But I thought that part was really funny. That is really funny. It does make you think about like your own life choices yes. as well. Because like it is just fucking disgusting what they yeah. do. When I saw Dave making chick- uh, chicken wings today, I was like, chicken and then I was like, oh my god, chicken wings. <laughs> was- chicken wings! Wait, <laughs> chicken wings! Oh. Uh, and then this all, and then I'm at work being like, I, I, Thanksgiving's my favorite fucking holiday. First of all, it is. I love Thanksgiving. And I'm like, I can't wait to eat turkey. And then I was like, oh my god, what if it was a human? I human can't head. wait to eat this fucking ass left ass cheek i call left ass cheek i'm like i'm no better no better no Ugh. i eat potatoes and it does see it it makes me feel like weird now anytime i'm like oh my god this steak is so fucking good i'm like who am i they had had to open that thing up and take out all its organs just so they could package it for your dinner table delicious changed my life anyways yeah so now but now i'm very aware of like my language around meat like i'm very like it's like really creepy like even like but even like i crave a hamburger so bad but even the way that meat eaters speak to vegetarians like or vegans yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah, like disrespect right it's disrespectful and it's gross yeah like we don't want to hear that shit the same way you don't want to hear about someone eating a human like it grosses us the fuck out yeah no and i can see that like i don't like how people act like that because i know exactly what you're talking about like those really fucking annoying people who are like me i remember i dated a guy and i was vegetarian at the time i was vegetarian for like years like a long time big portion of my life and this was in high school so i was dating this guy and he decided to go vegetarian with me because, uh, you know, this, pussy, pussy this pussy's so- got power, okay? <laughs> I could change your diet, baby. <laughs> Anyways, um, but I remember his parents being, like, really upset with both of us because they were like, no, you need to eat meat. Like, mm-hmm. you have to eat meat. And I'm like, bitch, there's just as much fucking protein in a head of broccoli. Like, get the fuck away from me. Like, relax, yeah. right? And, like, but it was so persistent and, like, rude and not really caring. And I did it for kind of, I just kind of did it, like, because I've done it a bunch of times before. I don't know. It's weird. My like first it. time I was vegetarian was purely for animals purposes. You know? But then, like, it's so complicated. But then, like, um, and then, you know, just whatever. But anyways, so, yeah. Like, I've been in that position yeah. where, like, you've had people just, like, hound you for not eating meat. And you're like, can you get off my dick? <laughs> like, yeah. Literally leave me alone. Like, I've lived up to this point. I think I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think like, I know I how to survive. I have a severe iron deficiency. <laughs> but I would have that anyway. <laughs> I know. I'm just joking. I have... An ovary condition. <laughs> okay, okay. This this one's a real review. I don't know why I screenshot it. Must have been good. Okay, one of the most relentless and ugly books I've ever read. 
a book that describes a society where humans are slaughtered for meat in more detail than I was ready for. This novel willfully refuses to allow itself to fall into any category of fiction that would make it easier to take as a reader. The flat, direct style of this prose didn't allow me as I read along to think of it as horror or satire or a metaphorical representation of social injustice or a nihilistic moral thesis about humanity. It is exactly what it is. Never boring. It managed to continue to shock me until its final pages. I was like, that's such a good way to describe it. Like she, same. Was it a good review? There was no stars. stars. It was just it a was just a. They were like statement. I can't read, I can't read this book. This book. Uh, so no rating, just a statement. Okay, hold on. There is more, but I didn't read the rest of it. Okay, hold on. Duh, review. How many has been? Oh, it says in 2010, Roger uh, Ebert reviewed the cult movie The Human Centipede and wrote, "I am required to award stars to this movie I review. This time, I refuse to do it. The star rating system." is unsuited for the to this film is it is the movie good is it bad does it matter it is what it is and occupies a world where stars don't shine she says this nov this goes for this novel as well if forced to give stars i would give it five stars for the way it relentlessly fulfills its purpose oh my god Bro, that was beautifully written the bitches fucking goosebumps right the bitches in tender is the flesh reviews poets like Damn. i read this one and i was like okay shakespeare like <laughs> pack it up like pack it, was, it up they, like there's some really weird fucking literature buffs up in goodreads yeah. about this book here's the thing but this we're, one i really liked like I we're was used like, to smut reviews yeah where people are like give me that dick like that dick i was her if i was her i'd be dead fucked dead yeah. which happens in this book too. it does yeah fucked them dead fucked them dead twice could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine? Nope. Fucking a animal so relentlessly that you know you're getting sent to the slaughterhouse to be killed as well. Don't even get me started on the scavengers. I was like, oh my God. Such an ugly mirror to hold up to the world, eh? Yeah. Because it's true. People are like that. Yeah. Anyways, this one was... <laughs> this is the... It's one line of the review. 3.5 stars. Yet another day, I'm glad I don't eat meat. <laughs> that's it. Beautiful. Hi. That's all, I, that's all I screenshotted. Because, like, novels, people are writing yeah. in it. And I was like, oh, my God. But yeah, I really like the, um, the one that was like, I can't even rate this because it is what it is. Yeah. Because no. that's what it is. Yeah. No, that's why I'm saying I rate it four stars solely for the purpose that, like, it was really good. But... I also didn't like it. I rate it four stars simply for the reason of I would never want to read it again. Me neither. I'm never revisiting that book. But I am still so happy I read it. Me too. Like, I'm really happy and thank you for I reading it for me. I feel so much better than everybody else. Oh my God, Sam. I feel, I feel like... I feel smarter. I feel like... Oh my God. I feel like I know more. I'll be like, sorry, you look at the world in just a single lens? <laughs> Have you ever tried opening your library and like reading a book for once yeah i have a recommendation for you <laughs> like have you ever tried thinking critically about the world oh you just believe what the government tells you hmm weird i've read a book you know but then it's funny because there's also what i would have loved to see in this book honestly this is one thing that i wish i would have seen is like 
super conspiracy theorists. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like hyper vegans in this in this book yeah. that are like, oh no no no, like they're putting shit in the meat to like control us all to like whatever whatever, right? Like I would have loved to see him run into somebody who's like cuckoo bananas the in the opposite way, but I understand that this book was very much like like realism, I guess yeah. you could say, and like the typical people who you'd run into. I did like though that they did. He did run like, sorry, <laughs> he, she. Try one more time. <laughs> the author i was gonna say artist which technically fair enough bro fair Fair enough enough. the author did try to touch on without overpowering the book with that when he like went to the zoo and the boys were having that conversation and he gets bit by the animal they're like oh my god like you're gonna die and he's like you really fucking believe that like you dumb idiot bitch boy what you watch the news Mm -hmm. with your mom idiot you know how like there's like and there was the poem and then his conversations with his sister yeah but like you know what i wanted to see was like was like a um anti-vaxxer like one Mm. of those nut jobs like the ones that are like way left field like not even the ones that are like "Mm, what's in this not those people because like fair enough i mean i feel like personally at least i haven't witnessed anything like that until covid like masses i've known no not masses but i've known a couple of people who are had a few screws loose where i'm like we did run into it in the direction of the book with the church oh yeah weird but they're but they were like super that was a cult yeah wow what a novel honestly i'm glad it's over so disturbing i need to Um, read some smut which brings us (laughs) (laughs) thanks actually i'm full i already had some fingers (laughs) as you can tell by the blood on my mouth <laughs> um and smut though brings us to next week where we Wait, will how, not how be... long have we been filming we've been filming for 50 uh, 50 minutes 50 minutes of just pure philosophical discussion imagine being fucking big brain big ass big heart tight pussy pretty face must be so hard being us. You know what? It is. I wonder why I'm so exhausted I all the time. I have to sit in bed and think. Like, <laughs> imagine being one of these bimbos that doesn't think of shit. I wake up. I read a book, dog. <laughs> I wake up and listen to an audio book. Think about it till I get on my lunch break and read some more. And then I read some smut you know to my, calm down yeah, yeah, yeah i know that's what i need right now but um quickly before you introduce um the other book um do you ever do that where people are like oh my god you're reading how many books do you read <laughs> i read about oh god. one minimum a week yeah i feel like the coolest bitch i know but imagine how fucking god tier superior the people who read a book a day feel yeah, those bitches that are like job. we have a job but I don't understand. How are you buying the fucking books, bitch? You have a library of 1,500 books and you've read 800 of them? Where's your job? How'd you they buy ha- them? They, they have no job. Where'd or you- they read 90% of this shit in high school when, like, you just no, no, to, like, no. show up. I see those people with rooms full of books, libraries. Yeah. Where'd you buy the books but, like, from? Li- but, like, see, there's a bunch of books in here that I've already read. There's a lot of books in here that I've already read. Yeah, I know. But you had a job to buy all these like 800 books. Yeah, but when I was a teenager, see, when I was a kid, my mm. mom made the biggest mistake of her life. Oh, you told me this story. Yeah, and she's like, there's no budget for books. 
and all four of us were avid readers. The biggest mistake <laughs> I've ever made was getting rid of like a majority of my books. I got rid of so many of my I books. I can't. I still have them. And I told my, and the ones that are stupid and for like 12 year olds, I'm like, mom, can you keep this? <laughs> It's perfect. I can't get, like, sorry. Yeah. I wish I didn't get rid of. Yeah. Um, I think at one point, like, I just ran out of space and then, yeah. you know. No, they, they do take <clears throat> up a lot of space. <clears throat> well, sorry. Oh, but my uncle for Christmas every year, because I love to read so much, used to get me a $100 gift card to chapters every year, which was amazing. But now, like, $100 gets me, like, three books <laughs> when I was a now kid, Now I'm though. an adult. I read thick hardcover for my birthday two of the books i got those two i sent you they were 30 dollars each yeah books are fucked why are books so expensive it's paper i know but in ink apparently there's some shit going on with barnes and nobles right now too really like they're remodeling i don't know because amazon's fucking up physical bookstores and like when i'm going to the states i am going to barnes and nobles it's my favorite fucking thing to do when i go to the states they have all the barnes and nobles exclusives i know i bring an extra suitcase for books for books <laughs> like one of those little wheelie carry-ons yeah like, what's in your carry-on you're like books 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 bitch yeah wow. one book that and i'm candles. currently reading a book just in case i finish the book and then another book just in case i'm not feeling that book. i'm actually so excited for my flight because it's six hours there six hours yeah. back i just get to read <gasps> read them or oh no fuck you have to read that one already oh no you have a couple for november we have a lot yeah, yeah, yeah. that we have to read actually yeah yeah i'll probably try and read <clears throat> retribution <laughs> i'm actually oh, really um, excited for it oh, oh that's what i have to talk to you about while i'll talk to oh, you oh okay so we're gonna introduce uh next week's books so that you guys can start reading because i know we had someone who started tenders the flesh for this oh, month how did it go i'm so tweet sorry. at us dm us let us know babe what happened how, how are, are you feeling, feeling? Are, you are you okay, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh my are god we're All right. You know what? Fuck literature. We're getting into smut, bitch. Smut, baby. Vacation by Tessa Bailey. I heard so many good things. Every about this page book. I open about this book, it's like his wet or my <laughs> wet pussy slipped on the counter while his cock was in my mouth. Like <laughs> literally. But you know what? It is. It is following like a serial killer or some shit. Like it's very fun. But... I'm I'm confused as to how they're following a serial killer and fucking this much. It's a, it's a cute. Have it's you ever so tried cute. Following a same as Miles. It's a dual perspective. Ooh, the cover is adorable. I love the colors. They're like hee hee. We're cute. Also, my killer vacation. I love it. It's a vibe. I bet he's the killer. It would be kills her in the end. <gasps> I love that. I love a good twist like that. The Me whole time too. you're like, ah! oh my god, hold on. Let's see when uh... you're you're ruining the. Book. I'm just seeing when the smut happens. How far in I have to go. So we went to the bookstore and we saw this on the shelf and we went, this looks cute. Flipped through a few pages. The first thing we opened was like a smut shower scene, but it was out of the shower, not in the shower. Fuck the in the shower scenes. We're done with those. Um, and we went, yep, this is the one. Yeah. And we got it and we were like, we I'm can read this in October. Good job. <laughs> yeah, my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways. That's the book we're reading next week, and I'm actually feeling pretty good about this month because I know you're going away at the end of the month, so, yeah. but the good thing is that last week, the book is like 50 pages. <laughs> What's our last book again? Fear in Other Love Languages. Right. It's like a novella. Yeah. So it'll be quick. 
Yeah. We'll be fine. Um, and we have to film that before I leave. Yeah, I know. Um, so on Thanksgiving, not only are we filming our last book of... So Monday, we're filming two episodes. Yes. We're filming the last one for October, and we're also filming the first one for November, right? No, we're filming this one and then the first one for November. And okay. And then we're reading... That one. Oh, sorry. We are filming before I leave because yeah, yeah, yeah the Wednesday. Monday before. Yeah, like we have to do the Monday. Oh, but yeah. Be, but I mean, it's fifty pages, so we're we, gonna we be fine Monday morning. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So we'll be fine. We'll be fine. <clears throat> Anyways, I, enough about this business talk. I hope you enjoyed this book, and if you didn't, good. Neither did we. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you give us a follow over on Twitter at lewd underscore literature on Instagram at lewd literature, which is I've it's unprivated. Oh yay! Yeah. I the threat tea. has passed. <laughs> um, yes. And uh, we have a Patreon as well where you can watch the video format of this and podcast. And you can see how cute our little set is. It's spooky. It's so scary. And to that. And you can see me looking like a literal <laughs> insane person right She now. looks cracked out. Yeah. Um, you look like the girl, ironically, from. Harry Potter? Uh, Sweeney Todd. <gasps> I was just going to say that. Which is also a cannibal movie. Yes. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I, yeah, I watched that by myself. Seems because... an awful shame. What a downright waste. <laughs> <laughs> what an awful shame. <laughs> I love that movie. Me too. The songs. It's so it's dumb. It sounds so good. So fucking stupid. I know, but it's love good. It. Yeah. To victory. To valor. If you can't spookily come in her, spookily come on her. Ooh. <laughs> I'm scared. This is Luke Literature, bitch. I think they're turned on right now. <laughs>